That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, where food, fitness, and mental health come to hang out. Nutrition, training, and life. It's all fair game on MTK, Meathead Test Kitchen. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, a podcast where the school year just started, summer is winding down, and people are fucking busy. I'm Sasha. I'm Sadie, a.k.a. the dumb one. Oh, gosh. <laughs> people are mean on the internet. People are mean on the internet. I was thinking about that today on my drive to work. Again, driving thoughts. But... Like we could have, a, we could probably do an entire episode and maybe that's the mental health check of like, people don't know you on the internet. Dude. Like they don't know anything about you. They know nothing about your story. They know nothing about what you're doing. They literally do not know you. They are a stranger and vice versa. Yeah. So fuck them. Also, welcome to season three of the fucking podcast. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. MTK turned two last week. That's a yep. while thought. I forgot. I'm, in true me fashion, I fucking missed the birthday of our podcast because I'm going to be late to my own goddamn funeral. So happy <laughs> birthday to, to this. Happy birthday to thanks, us. Thanks for hanging out with us. Um, so in, in the spirit of us, you know, doing what we do, we ask you, our listeners, um, how how you been lately like we, it's been a while since we've done a mailbag so we're doing a mailbag this week uh took your questions off of the e the ig the insta space the i don't even know is it the least awful of all the social media types or is it the worst at this point i don't even um reference oh, you're all evil and we hate you the platforms not the people yeah no some some not some people we do people. hate <laughs> I mean, we had that video. So we had a video last week pop off for like fucking like 70,000 views in like an hour. And when this happens, if you've never had a video pop off before, you get like 100 likes or 100 new likes on your fucking page. So we got 100 new followers on Instagram last week. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen. Yeah. If you've never heard the podcast before. Hello. This is what you signed up for on Instagram. I hope you're ready for it. Um, but like we we talk about how you don't know anybody People yeah. were showing up and we're like, oh, well, I got here while the dumb one was talking, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, am I really dumb or are you just upset that I have tits and a brain? Or are funny. Like, it wasn't that serious of a conversation. We were literally talking about a song. Yes. And whether or not it was a fuck song. Like, And, and to, to circle back on it, like, I think it's one of those songs where it was just a mishmash of like random shit that he was talking about all right. at once. But like what gave me the idea that Peaches by the Presidents of the United States of America is a fuck song is that he sexualizes the hell out of a woman while talking about a peach like halfway yeah. through the song. And our buddy Chris Headley, he texted me and he's like, that guy is a pussy hound. Don't tell me any different. And I was like, right. I know. <laughs> For sure. So, yeah, like bottom of the, like bottom line is like people don't know you. You yeah. don't know them. Like that's kind of how I take the approach. And also like I don't I, I have maybe it's my age. I just like 
have like forced myself and got myself to a point where I just don't fucking care. If you don't like me, cool. You don't fucking know me nine times out of 10. And if you do know me and you still don't like me, well, okay. Not everybody likes me and I don't like everybody else. So fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. At at 34, my bucket of fucks to give is completely fucking empty. And if you don't vibe with me, I don't give a shit. Yeah. I'm moving on. Yeah. Don't take it personally. You're not the fucking first person. You won't be the fucking last person. Take right. it for what it is. Look, we both thought that we were in for something and it didn't work out. That's life. Right. We can move on. Like you, you are like you are an image of a person on the internet. And I know that sounds weird, but it's true. You're not an actual thing on the internet. You are a representation of yourself on the internet. You want to show people. We're gonna break your fucking brain real early in the podcast today um i'm all like introspective because i just smoked before we started recording and that's what cbd will do to you sometimes um but like you you are a figment on the internet literally you are a figment you are not a tangible person on the internet mm-hmm. we're all witnesses. here's the thing and i was thinking about this during my driving thoughts session this morning your driving thoughts my shower thoughts our brain cells yes in today so I am a different version of myself on depending on the platform that I'm posting on Facebook. I'll have a lot of family and friends on there. You'll probably see more of my personal life on there, which is why I do not add clients and I do not add listeners on my Facebook page. That's a a hard line fucking thing that don't take it personally. You could be the best listener in the world. I just, I just don't do that. I have a separate account on Instagram for my work shit. And I have a separate account on my Instagram, a separate Instagram account for this podcast. I am not posting the same stuff on each one. Work stuff, personal family shit is on my personal account. I don't usually add people on there either. All the stuff we're doing for this podcast, the stuff I want to show you about my fitness journey, that goes on my Instagram for Meathead Sasha. On TikTok, I'm posting entirely different shit. Yes, because you have to. It, that's just... It, that just keep that in mind that like and i guarantee you that somebody who's listening to this right now is like oh shit i do the same fucking thing remember that we all do we all do and that's okay that's why we're mentioning this like we're just plain ass fucking humans too that happen to yes. have jobs where we talk about shit and play with really expensive cool computers all day long like we are no fucking different than you and this is a really important thing circling back to talking about how you treat people online when you interact with famous people online you are talking to a fucking person i know that they are a millionaire i know that they are more famous than you can ever fucking comprehend and you want to meet them however they are a fucking person that has feelings that has thoughts that has ambitions that has a fucking life outside of the thing that they do that entertains you you need to remember that because celebrities especially in this culture are so easily accessible now or athletes same thing with athletes they're just fucking people treat them as such treat them as you would like to be treated i know that the golden rule is really played out in old school but it's fucking true right like the shit that we've had hurled at us just because people think that we're some fucking personality and that we're a disembodied voice that they hear in their car stereo is fucking sickening you wouldn't believe the shit that sasha and i have had hurled at us being women in this fucking industry Yep. And I've been like, not just this podcast, but I've been in in sports for a really long time of my life, the majority of my adult life. Um, That's why we say, be fucking nice at the end of almost every single episode, because at the end of the day, we're all fucking human beings. We have thoughts, we have feelings, we have insecurities. We are just like anybody else that's on the internet or that is out there in the ether. Just keep it in mind, because honestly, you don't know 
what somebody is going through in their life. Honestly, that's why I brought up a couple episodes ago. Like I've taken to just telling random people something that like I, I walked past a gal putting her groceries in her car at the grocery store. And I said, I, your hair is fucking rad. The smile that lit up on her face. I, yeah. I didn't have to say anything and I'm not patting myself on the back for doing it. But like shit like that is more of what we need in the world versus coming and hurling like just hateful, stupid, ignorant things at random strangers on the Internet. You don't know those people. You don't. And I get it. We had a fucking leader that made hurling unfounded shit at people you don't know a trend. We need to not fucking do that anymore. We're better than that. Like, we see all these bad things happen, and I see people comment, like, well, this isn't us. This isn't us. Hello. Yes, this is us. This is fucking us. It, it is. has yeah. been us for a long fucking time. We need to change it. Yep. Like, Just be nice to people. Or if you don't have anything nice to say or you're struggling and you feel like saying something shitty to a random person on the internet is going to make you feel better, yeah, maybe that's something to sit with. Go, to, go talk to somebody. It doesn't have to be a therapist. Just go talk to somebody. Figure out why you're subtweeting the person that you friend requested on Discord and you want to know why this person doesn't want to talk to you. Maybe it's because you're a fucking creep. That sounds really personal. It does. <laughs> That's it very is. specific. Because it is. Like, when si silence is a fucking answer. Silence yep. is an answer. I, I had a friend breakup recently. That's what this is about. I had a friend breakup recently and they couldn't get a reaction out of me because I am the queen of gray rocking. My mother is a fucking narcissist. Try me. I will make myself the most uninteresting fucking person you've ever met in the span of seconds. It's amazing. It's a skill. I love that I can do it. Uh, it's a trauma response. Not endorsing it is something awesome, but it's something I do that I'm really fucking good at. So I think it's kind of cool. But um, they they couldn't get a response out of me. So they started like vague tweeting me and I left one. I put one tweet out and was like, happy people don't manufacture drama. Steer clear of toxic positivity. It's a monster. And guess what? In minutes, they were watching my fucking Twitter feed and they were subtweeting me. And it's like, you're not going to get a fucking fight out of me. You're right. not going to get a fucking fight out of me because I don't care. I've known you for six months. You're fucking people I met on the internet. You're not my best friends. You're not my family. You were a corner of my support system for a short period of time. And like I said, look, we both thought that we were in for something that didn't happen. Sometimes shit doesn't pan out. Fucking get over it and move on. Mm -hmm. Like, that's life. And that can apply to any relationship, be it a fucking breakup with your significant other, be it with a friend, be it with a family member. Like, fucking move on. Yeah. <laughs> and now that we've had a <laughs> tangent for the first 10 minutes of this episode, um, we're going to get your questions. Yeah, we're going to answer your questions after we bitched for like 10 minutes. But hey, you um, know our podcast and we can bitch if we want <laughs> exactly there was a common thread though amongst amongst most of the questions that were sent in and we had like three to four i think it was five questions that were asking about balance and just keeping going so we're gonna fucking talk about that today i think yeah. it's super important and it's different from person to person but let's dive in shall we let's go so how do you fit gym and fitness into a busy life so this is from ken's.strong on instagram this one can be hard um, because 24 hours, we have the same 24 hours in a day, but it doesn't look the same for everyone. My 24 hours is going to look very different than Sasha's, mostly because I go to bed when she wakes up. <laughs> um, but your fitness and nutrition journey and what works for you is going to be dependent on you. Like we say all the time, your mileage is going to vary. We do need that fucking t-shirt. Writing it down. T-shirt. It is a t-shirt. It's a t-shirt. <laughs> oh, you, know, flag. you can get it 
at our shop.herd.media.com or the we link. We have merch there. and we don't even know what fucking merch we have. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. You're good. I don't even fucking remember what we have. We've got a flag and a poster and a hat. <laughs> yeah. Um, so first of all, a couple of things that you're going to need to ask yourself. Number one, what are your goals? Like, I feel like we are going to beat this dead horse until people actually listen to us because yeah. at the end of the day, goals are really fucking important. They are. That motivation that everybody's always fucking ask, asking about usually is derived and begins with goals. So having a goal helps you lay out the plans for attaining that goal. They're the steps that you're building on the staircase that you need to build to get to where you want to go. And now that we're talking about goals, um, let's talk for one second about not asking unsolicited advice from people you don't know on Twitter when it comes to your health and fitness journey. Um, I've been seeing it a lot lately. Uh, here's our second tangent. That's the second <laughs> one of the day. Um, but like, seriously, I put this tweet thread out yesterday. Stop asking randoms online for fitness advice. I hate that shit. Here's why. One. Do they have actual fitness education or knowledge? Can they show you that they know what they're doing? Have they exhibited that they have a track record of applying said knowledge successfully over a span of many different types of people? Two, do they understand biomechanics? Because if you don't understand biomechanics, you shouldn't be telling people how to move their bodies because biomechanics is very dependent on person to person to person. Three, do they know your goals? And this is why I hit on this. Do they know your goals? Does this person have any idea what you're training for? Did you give them that information or are you just asking for a blanket statement to make yourself feel better because you want somebody to tell you what you want to hear? Four, do they know how to feel your body to support the work you're going to do? If you can't answer yes to all of those questions, why are you asking them? Here's the thing. And we've hit on this a couple of times and I swear to fucking spaghetti monster. Every single time I do a live, I bring this up because it, it makes me vehemently angry. Yes. Because here's what you're doing. And, and this isn't, I don't think this is really uh, the listeners of this podcast, but maybe somebody new is going to listen to this because it's something that we post from yeah. this podcast. Here's the thing. When you are asking somebody, a random person online, and you can see it in any fucking comment section on any fucking workout video that's posted on the goddamn internet, drop the program. Yep. What are you eating? What you are implying nine times out of 10 or actually asking for when you are asking that is to look like that person. And I don't know how many fucking times we have to say this. One, sometimes that person isn't qualified to, to be giving that advice to you. Yeah. You should be asking a certified professional those questions. Just because they have visible abs doesn't mean they know how to train you to be A, safe, and B, actually like... If they're not there in person to train you, you can do online training. That's fine. But if they're just the type of trainer that sends out the cookie cutter shit once a week to their 500 clients, that's not what you're looking for. And it may, a lot of times when I, where I'm seeing this is not even on a trainer's account. It's on a fucking fitness influencer's account. First yep. of fucking all, mm -hmm. you are not going to look like that person regardless of what they tell you they're fucking doing. Yeah. Stop fucking setting yourself up for failure by asking that question because you're going to look like you. That person's going to look like them. Sadie and I trained a lot of the same way for a very long fucking time and ate a lot of the same shit. You know where I grew first? My fucking upper body. You know where Sadie grows first? Her lower body. But <laughs> and neither one of us had a fucking six pack. No. I mean, I had like a, a three and a half pack. Right. <laughs> like, You're setting yourself up for failure by by having that expectation that when you ask this person, this fucking influencer, drop the program. Tell me what you eat. You're not going to look like them. You're Fuck not going to look off. Like that. A, you're setting yourself up for failure because you're making a goal that's not realistic for yes. you. Yes. B, you could very, very easily set yourself up for a damaged relationship with exercise and food. And food. Um, 
And honestly, that's the thing that I am the most concerned with. I don't give a fuck if you hire me to be your coach. Mm -hmm. I don't care. If you do, cool. It pays my bills. Awesome. I get to live in my house for another month. However, I want you to be healthy. I want you to be the healthiest, happiest version of you that there is, whatever the fuck that looks like. It's going to be different person to person. And it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter how big or small your body is. It doesn't matter what color your skin is, where you're from, or what you eat. If you have a damaged relationship with exercise and nutrition, that shit is so hard to come back from. I don't want anybody to have to go through that. Sasha doesn't want anybody to have to go through that. She's had disordered eating. I've had, I mean, mine was pretty disordered. I wouldn't say that I had an eating disorder because it was never diagnosed and you shouldn't do that. But I, my eating was also not great. I was an emotional eater. We went opposite directions. Sasha just didn't eat and I ate too much. And it doesn't matter how you live or how your brain functions. If you have a fucked up relationship with food and a fucked up relationship with exercise, it is so hard to overcome. Yep. It took me a year to get to the point that I was in when I was 17 years old. And it probably took me 10 years to get out of that mindset. When you hear us get animated and pissed off about that, this is why we get mad about it because it's setting someone up for failure. And these fucking influencers online don't care because that person was just an interview to them. Yep. They're just another fucking dollar in the TikTok creator fund for them that day. And no, you can't all afford a trainer. That's fine. That's not what we're saying. But if you're going to go to someone on the internet for pro bono advice, at least go to Reddit or bodybuilding.com because that is where personal trainers will hang out and do their pro bono work. We're kind of like lawyers. Lawyers will hang out and do the public defender thing. You've seen Better Call Saul, right? Rest in peace. Such a great fucking show. Uh, Bob Odenkirk, I love you. You're an amazing person. Thank you for fucking like literally risking the rest of your life after having that fucking heart attack and like coming back and doing that show. It was amazing. Mwah chef's kiss if you haven't seen it yet i'm not gonna ruin it but it's fucking awesome go watch it um so we're all just the saul goodman's of fucking personal trainers hanging out in the reddit forums because you know what we like to give back i don't go over there that often because reddit stresses me out there's a lot of hot takes on reddit and uh it's easy to fall down a rabbit hole for me so Mm -hmm. i just stay away but there are a lot of trainer friends that i know that do hang out in the reddit comment sections and will give advice that is good and also free of charge so if you're gonna go look for for advice on the internet for free, go to those places. Don't ask your follower list on Twitter how many miles they're running a day. Right. Well, and that's, I think it frustrates me because we both have that background. Like it frustrates me because I know how fucking easy it is to, it's not irreparable. It's not, but it's very, very hard to overcome when it's been a routine for a really long time. And, and sometimes you don't realize that you're doing it yeah. or the habits that you're creating to get yourself there. And so like by calling this stuff out as much as we do, that's essentially what we're trying to do. I understand wanting to, to have goals and sometimes you don't have a starting point. And I understand that it's, it can be difficult to figure out what your starting point is and what shit looks like for you. It's trial and error. It is every fucking other thing in your life, to be honest with you. You don't fucking typically find your significant other or your partner right off the bat. You got to go through some trial and error first, right? 
like not everybody finds their fucking childhood sweetheart and is like oh my god we're like then your life set up that's not how it works for 99 percent of people that's such a weird concept to me by the way i'm i'm glad when it happens to people like that's adorable i have friends that have literally been together since they were in high school and i'm like that's awesome but such a foreign concept to me that i I can't even wrap my brain around it i know anyway getting back to setting goals because they're important and we're back on track hey look at that that's what you call a segue Uh, setting goals also helps to trigger new behaviors and habits. So this is why a goals are important, but B, this is why goals are so fucking important when you're changing your behavior, they help you get to where you want to go subconsciously because everybody always wants to have an objective to work towards whether you say you do or you don't. It's something that keeps us moving forward. It's a markable measure that you can see going forward of your progress. Mm -hmm. That's why goals are important. Make short-term ones, make long-term ones, and celebrate those motherfuckers when you hit them, all shapes and sizes. Habits habits are going to play a big role in anything that you're doing, though. And we've talked about habits before. We have a whole episode about habit forming and habit breaking. Yep. yep. Like one of the first 15. Yeah. And if you haven't yet, read the book, um, The Power of Habit. Yes. It it literally like will blow your mind um, how simple and also how difficult habits are. But we spent a lot of that habits episode talking about that and that concept and that book a little bit. So goals are also going to help align your focus and promote a sense of self-mastery. So in the end, you can't manage what you don't measure. Yeah. And you can't improve upon something that you don't properly manage. So those things are tied together. I'm going to repeat that one more time. You cannot manage what you don't measure and you can't improve upon something that you don't properly manage. Setting goals can help you do all of that. Fail to plan, plan to fail. I mean, how do you know where you're going if you don't have a roadmap? Exactly. We've said that a billion fucking times and this is what we're talking about. Yeah, you can't set out on a trip if you don't have a fucking place that you're traveling to. Right. Even if you have to pull up MapQuest. Oh my God. Just aged myself there, you know? Oh God, I can't tell you the stress of being a teenager driving in a city you don't know armed with only printed off MapQuest directions and if you don't stick to those directions, you're fucking lost. If you don't know MapQuest, that means that you... You were born after 2008. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That was when we got GPS and cell phones pretty common and it didn't cost us a bunch of extra money. Right. Uh, Yeah. MapQuest. I was talking, Phil and I were talking about that the other day. I was thinking about the time I drove to Warp Tour in Bonner Springs, Kansas, and we drove halfway to Lenexa because I missed the fucking exit switch and CDs in the car. Oops. (laughs) Oops. That was in the days of MySpace too. Those that yeah. was when the internet was fun. Not to sound like a boomer, but the internet is a shit post parade now. Back then it yeah. was fun. <laughs> Playlists on a time pictures with our raccoon tails and all sorts of stupid shit back in those days. But what this really means is don't put everything that you're trying to do off until tomorrow when you can do it today. Again, another cliche saying that you've heard before, but these things stick around because there's usually some truth to them. We tend to value things in the present moment much more than we value things in the future, mm-hmm. especially now. Um, it's really easy to be a pessimist. Yeah. It's so easy to be a pessimist. Um, yeah. I try not to every day and it still wins. <laughs> um, but you have to just start. And that's honestly the most important thing when it comes to any goal. Taking your first steps towards that destination is is the most important and the biggest accomplishment that you're going to have until you hit that goal. Yeah, absolutely. Celebrate that you have fucking embarked on the journey. Yeah, you made the goal. And that in and of itself is effort and is a win, (laughs) like honestly. So once you know what those goals are, you have something to work toward. That's why we talk about how, why 
goals are so important all the time. Like it sets you up, it gives you that roadmap. Now you have something in mind that's attainable and tangible and you can envision it, right? So something usually is going to be important to you. And as human beings, we make time for, regardless of if you think so or not, subconsciously, we will make time for the things that we deem important, period, end of fucking story. Yeah. And sometimes that's going to mean that you have to wake up and work out in the morning, even when you're not a morning person. Even if your morning is noon, like morning is when you wake up to me. Morning okay? is subjective. Yes, yes it is. Uh, it's morning until 2 p.m. for me usually because I right. wake up at like 10 or 11. Um, right. But yeah, that's going to mean waking up and getting a workout in. So think about this. How tired are you when you get off of work? Mm. Probably pretty tired unless you have a job where, you know, you you hang out at a desk all day or like if you just tend to be more of a hyperactive brain, you're probably pretty burnt out by the time you're done with work, especially if at the end of the day you've got kids to pick up from, you know, school or practice or whatever fucking, you know, 85 things your kids are doing because right. all of my parent friends are like, hey, when are we going to hang out? And I'm like, I don't know. What about this weekend? And they're like, we've got a recital and a game yep. and a track meet and this. And I'm like, and this is why I don't have kids. Because <laughs> I am a lazy motherfucker that wants to sit on my ass all Saturday. <laughs> right. Um, but like at the end of the day, you're coming home. You're tired. You're probably going to, you know, either make dinner, have something to do with dinner, housework, any of that shit, which if you're a dude listening to this podcast, making dinner and doing housework is totally applying to you. Help your fucking spouse out and yeah. clean your house. You live I there was, too, God damn it. Here's like the list of like, and I wrote this part thinking about what my day is. So like, <laughs> not everyone is a morning person. Right. Okay? And like, totally understand that. Again, morning, in my opinion, is subjective. If you're working third shift, morning for you is like fucking 8 p.m. Like, yeah. Morning is, is when you're waking up. Okay. One of my friends does work night shift and he'll text me at like 7.30 our time and it's 5.30 his time and he's like, what up? I'm like, hi, good yeah. morning. Good morning. <laughs> exactly. Morning is subjective in our in our opinion. So if you're finding a difficult time finding time, do it in your morning time, whatever that may look like. It It's a good opportunity to try to fit it in. If, you, if you're having trouble finding a different time in your day, if at the end of the day is not going to work for you, and some people prefer to work out at the end of the day, but I think most people are a little burnt out by the end of the day, especially like when you're getting later in the week. By the time Friday comes around, I'm like, I don't fucking want to do anything. Right. <laughs> I end up doing it and I'll talk about that in a little bit later, but you can do things like laying out your workout clothes the night before. Set yeah. your coffee up, program that shit to go off around the time you're going to be waking up. If you like to have coffee in the morning, setting your pre-workout snack or your pre-workout up, getting all that stuff gathered and together. You don't have to get up an hour before unless you got to take a shit, which totally understand that. Yeah. Take time for your morning poop if you have to. Yeah. But also it's set yourself up. <laughs> right? Set yourself up for success as well. Cause there are things that you can do the night previous where you don't have to take so much time in whatever your morning time is. Yeah. I'm totally the set it up the night before person. Cause I'm up until three in the morning and I need something to do and I don't want to be rushed when I get up. But, um, if, if none of that sounds appealing to you or it doesn't work with your schedule, do what I used to do. Make some time over your lunch break to fit something in. Even if it's like doing calf raises at your desk while you're eating lunch. Like I used to be able to go and sneak in like a 30 to 45 minute cardio session at one of my old radio jobs. Yeah. It wasn't the fucking awesome weightlifting workout that I wanted to be doing at the time, but it's what I could do. And it offset me sitting on my ass for seven hours a day behind a microphone. Mm -hmm. So I did it. Like, don't sleep on the high quality of walks in your life. Like, walks are amazing. 
take mm-hmm. a walk. Um, I have a lot of friends that recently, since pandemic happened, have started their lunchtime walk routine. And I love that shit. Love it. It gets you away from work. It it clears your head a little bit. It's movements. Like it's a a reset really in the middle of the day. It'll help you rock out your post-lunch poop. Yeah. Walking and running will do that. Not to talk about poop too much on this episode. But, like, but this is me at Test Kitchen. Yeah, it is me at Test Kitchen. Unofficially, our tagline is this podcast is about poop. <laughs> um, so like maybe on the weekends and one day during the week are the only time that you have to get a workout in. That's okay. You have time for it. Do it. It's better than not doing anything. Exactly. exactly. And when it gets easier, here's the fucking awesome thing about that. When you start putting it in a couple times a week. And you see how easy it is to actually fit it into your daily schedule. You'll start finding time to slot that into your weekday routine. Because it becomes important to you. And subconsciously, it's a becoming a habit. Yep. Ding, 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 ding. Do something eight days a week for it to be a habit. A lot of times people think that, that people have this really, and this is something you learn in like counseling from addiction because they teach you all about habits Mm because you have to replace your bad habits with other ones that are less bad because that's how human brains work. Mm -hmm. Um, So they'll tell you like, it's easier for you to set up a habit if you're making small steps towards it. And I know it sounds counterintuitive. It sounds contradictory. It sounds like it's doing nothing. But if you start doing something two days a week with the goal of being able to do it seven days a week, I guarantee you that if you start out with four weeks of two days of working out, after those four weeks, you're going to start working out three days. Mm-hmm. And then a couple weeks from there, it might be four days. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the month, you'll be working out five days. Like you don't want to work out seven days a week. It's not good for you, you know. to rest days. But like if you're setting out to like make something a daily habit, do it in small bites. It doesn't have to be grandiose. No, but I mean... Again, social media being the way that social media is, you know, we want the big sexy result immediately. Well, that's not how this shit fucking works. And if you've been listening to this or if you're new here, you should know by now that that's just not how life works. (laughs) Yeah, you got to you got to you got to. That's why we the snowflake analogy. That's what that's about. You have to have snowflakes before you can make a snowball, before you can make the bigger ball that you're going to roll down the hill. Everybody wants the instant gratification lifestyle, but the instant gratification lifestyle is only attainable for the ultra fucking rich that live among us. Like it's not not possible for a normal person. It's not sustainable either. No, (laughs) it's not. And this is why we're bitching at the fucking Kardashians for taking four minute fucking jet flights in their goddamn private jets. Like, yeah, it's not to like bring, you know, eco activism into this episode or anything like that. But like, That's what we're talking about when we say like, yo, the instant gratification lifestyle isn't sustainable. It's not realistic for normal people because when you see these people online that are flaunting their fucking lifestyle and their fake ass that they paid $15,000 per cheek for, like you don't, they're not you. They're not you. They'll never understand what it is to be you, Mm -hmm. to live your struggles or to even know what your life is like for one fucking minute. Stop idolizing those fucking people and be a normal ass person. (laughs) Love love yourself. That's what we were talking about a couple episodes. Like you got to fall in love with yourself. And when you fall in love with yourself, it's easier to fall in love with the process. Ultimately, it may just take a little bit more fucking planning on your part. We call that bitch work. Personally, for me, I'm really fucking busy. Y'all like trying to like record every week 
I'm so thankful for Sadie and her ability and willingness to be flexible with me because 90% of the time I've got to move times or I can't record today. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. We make it work though. Yeah. And ultimately you have to work with what you've got. And sometimes that means working out or running at 5.30 in the morning for me. Sometimes that means hitting the gym over lunch. Sometimes that means fitting it in after work. Even if I'm fucking tired, sometimes I just have to fucking do it tired. It can seem chaotic to other people, but it's important to me to be training what I'm for what I'm training for. So I make it work however I can on a week. To, sometimes it's a week to week basis. And that's okay. That's what's working for me right now. I'm just making it fit where it can. Yeah. And again, we're just normal ass people that have normal ass jobs that get paid to talk into fucking really expensive microphones. Um, we aren't any fucking different than you. We're not fitness influencers. We're not, I mean, we're athletes, but we're not professional athletes. Like we're not working out three hours a day, twice a day. Exactly. You know what I did yesterday? Three sets of 10 movement or three sets of 10 reps, 20 pound dumbbell Romanian deadlifts. I'm a you know what I did? Yes. Here's the other thing too. I understand the need for, you know, having, having a routine. Totally understand that. And this is where that chaos, chaoticness that I was talking about comes in. Tuesday nights, literally for this entire session, I've, our games haven't been till 930 at night. Fucking A. I'm usually in bed on an, any other given day of the week. That makes my soul hurt because I know how early you go to bed. Well, and then you're not getting out of there. The game isn't getting, it's an hour. So you're not getting done till 1030. By the time you change out, you're not leaving till 11. Both venues are 30 minutes from our house. So by the time you get home, wind down, get ready for bed, you're not getting to bed till 12. I can't get up at five in the morning the next day because I personally can't function on five hours of sleep. So a lot of times lately, I've had to have Wednesday be my rest day. Be okay with moving your rest day. You don't have to work out five days consecutively in a row to be successful at what or at attaining your goal. You don't have to do that. Fit it where it fucking fits. About this with Alex a couple episodes too. Yeah. Like it's it's the overall work. The work yes. overall is what's going to make you stronger and make you you know if you want to look better naked. Like yeah. it's the cumulative effort of the work. Yep. And yes, it is session by session. But that session is such a small drop of water in your bucket overall that if you move your arm day to be in front of your leg day because you ran yesterday and your legs are fucking shot, you're not going to lose any gains that day. Nope. Like nothing. Guess what's going to happen? Nothing. You're going to have no adverse reaction from switching your fucking leg day and your full day around. Right. Yeah. I ran the long run on Monday because last weekend I had to work all fucking weekend and it was 12 hour days. And I have to know and realize that sometimes you have to slow down to get forward. Yep. Okay. You don't have to be in the fucking passing lane all the time. Fucking slow down, listen to your body and fit stuff where it works. Sustainability is the goal. And consistency. Just be fucking consistent. Like you don't like, okay, so the long run for me was Monday. I did a, a hybrid full body workout before I ran that day. I did arms the next day. I had to take Wednesday off because I needed fucking sleep. And Wednesday was a fully packed day for me. That's just what I had to do. You know what yeah. I'm doing today? I'm running after work because I needed a little bit more sleep this morning. It's fine. Yeah. I'm going to do legs tomorrow and then I'm going to do a long run on Sunday. Like make it fit. It's fine. Yeah. And, <laughs> and it's cool. Like, yes, if you have a trainer and they're prescribing you sessions, still do the workouts. Mm -hmm. But like if your legs are fried and you don't want to do that leg day today, 
do your other day that's after leg day because you're not going to program leg day two days in a row, hopefully, right. unless you're training for something very specific. That is the caveat there. Mm -hmm. um, but like, just do what makes you feel good. Do what makes you feel good. Whatever movement that may be, whatever discipline that is. Like we talk about Pilates. We talk about yoga. Like there is nothing awful. If you do beach body workouts 20 minutes in your basement because that's the only fucking movement you can get in turbo jam your fucking ass off right. go for it that's how i started like and if someone gives you shade for it fuck them it's not their like, journey that's a reflection of them yeah. not you they're projecting yeah and like recognize that like if i can tell you one thing as like an emotionally broken human um that i learned is that when you're not in a good place you project and when you're in a better place, the people that aren't in a good place will project on you and you need to be able to recognize that and shut that shit down. And that's really important in your fitness journey. It doesn't mean lashing out at people. No. It just means recognizing what's happening. Yeah. It's like, okay, you're miserable and you're fucking taking it out on me. That's on you. That's a huge problem. That's on your side of the street. It ain't on yep. mine. Yeah. Shit in your own yard. Don't shit yep. in mine. Yep. So our second question from Instagram is what keeps you motivated when you're not wanting to work out from Kate Wilson. And this question does tie nicely into our first question we answered because you can't buy you can't buy discipline. Nope, you can't. It's it's one of those words people throw out a lot. Um, people think that discipline entails depriving yourself of things. No, nope. deprivation and discipline are not the same thing. And if you have a coach that's trying to tell you that they are find a new coach. Yep. Um, because again, everybody wants these hardline fucking dramatic things because discipline and exciting. At the end of the day, discipline is what you do. Yeah. It's when that motivation turns into a habit and that habit is your discipline. It's yep. what you fucking do. It doesn't mean that you're not eating. It doesn't mean you're fucking depriving yourself. It's showing up when you don't fucking want to. That's 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 what this question's about. Yeah. The, if if somebody tells you that having discipline means depriving yourself of things that you like, that's not discipline. That's, no, deprivation, not. that's deprivation, and that's harmful. Yes. Um. And at some point in your journey, it's it's just going to become a point where motivation fades and just turns into discipline. Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk about what each of us kind of keeps us motivated because again, your mileage will vary, and we're two different yet similar people, but yet have very different. You know, like everybody. Yeah. Is. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Uh, we talk a lot about taking care of your brain muscle here on MTK, and we would like to talk a little bit more about how BetterHelp, that's H-E-L-P, can help you if you're looking for counseling online. It's super convenient. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. It's amazing. I've signed up for it myself. Um, I think that it's super important, especially given the things that we've all had to deal with in the last year to address some of your issues if you're having some. Um, and BetterHelp can definitely assist you with that. Um, you can log on to your account at any time and send a message to your counselor. You get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule a weekly video or phone session so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. No one likes those um, waiting for traditional therapy. BetterHelp, that's H-E-L-P, is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches. So they make it easy and free to change counselors if the one that you found just isn't working out for you. Uh, we've talked about that before too. Finding the right counselor that fits for you to be comfortable with, to talk to 
um, and talk through some things. It's super important. It's also more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is also available. BetterHelp wants to help you start living a happier life today. You can visit their website and read their testimonials that are posted daily. That's www.betterhelp.com slash reviews. And today you can visit betterhelp.com. That's H-E-L-P slash M-T-K. Um, and you'll get a special offer just by being a listener of Meathead Test Kitchen. You get 10% off of your first month at betterhelp.com slash M-T-K. So if you're in need of a counselor and are seeking professional help, please check out BetterHelp, that's H-E-L-P dot com slash M-T-K, and get 10% off of your first month today. Yeah. So, like, consider what this would sound like for you while we're talking about these things, I guess is what I'm saying. My Bill Nye, yeah. consider this moment. Consider this. Exactly. So, like, currently for me, what keeps me motivated is my goals um, I've that I've picked out for myself. Um, as you know by now, if you've been listening to this or if you're new here, um, I'm going to tell you, I've switched what those goals are literally two, t- two different times since January. It is August now, so that's eight months, right? At the beginning of the year, I was coming off a rib injury from that fucking, I swear to God, that dog toy. dog bone. It's still it there. Nightmares. It like literally is over by my side of the bed again. And so like I threw it out into the hallway today because I was like, fuck that thing. This, I blame that goddamn toy. Anyway, um, <laughs> but so my goal at the beginning of the year, because I was coming off a rib injury, which if you've never had one, it it's, it it's hard to lift. Um, it's because hard to breathe. It's hard to do anything. You use your ribs a lot. Twisting. Yeah. It's, it's literally interconnected with almost every goddamn movement. So what I was trying to do was just perfect my, mo- my movements um, on the movements that I could do, which meant air squats. Air squats was one of those things I could do. So I worked a lot on depth. Um, I used a lot of bands. I just had to really scale back and be cognizant of not trying to re-injure myself. So once I was well enough to start lifting again and pulling and, and doing heavy shit, I upgraded my goal to a certain set of numbers by the end of the cycle I was on, which was a powerlifting cycle. And then once I reached that goal, I made an entirely new set of goals. And now that's training for market to market, which is a relay race um, and the half and a half marathon, which is they're both in October. So all of these goals are obviously vastly fucking different. But the common denominator is that I had a place to go. I have things to work towards. I have goals. (laughs) That's why we talked so much about goals earlier. Um, I basically when I set these goals, it's something that I want really badly. It's something that becomes very important to me. My time on the half marathon, my time on my, you know, different segments for this relay race don't necessarily matter to me. It's fucking completing the relay race and the half marathon. It's just doing the thing for both of them. But you have to train. You can't just fucking go out and run 13 miles. Right. People are like, I'm going to run a 5K. And it's like, you know, they're running a 5K entails running 3.2 miles, right? Yes. Right. Yeah right? It's, it's not stopping two weeks and you're going to run 3.2 miles and you've never fucking run before. Okay. Do that. I'm telling you right now, one, you can get your sub injured, but two, you're definitely going to be fucking sore. If you feel called out by that, you should be because it's a terrible idea. Don't do that. Please don't. Um, so I did things and I set myself up. I busted out my old training plan. I'm doing the things that I currently need to do to be able to attain those goals. Honestly, a lot of days, I don't fucking want to. Monday didn't want to run four miles in the rain. No, I absolutely fucking did not. It annoyed me that I had to run in the rain, but I fucking did it because I knew at the end of the day, not doing it wasn't going to get me to accomplishing those goals any faster. 
90% of the time, you're going to regret the workout that you don't do, but you're never going to regret the workout that you do do. Like you just have to fucking show up, do do poop again. Um, Sometimes it just comes down to fucking doing it anyway. Honestly, when I embarked on this journey in a very serious way, not just like bopping in and out of the gym on a 30 day fucking, I'm going to do this program for whatever. 90% of the time, I like, I just keep showing up and doing it anyway. Show up even on the days you don't fucking want to and just fucking do it anyway, even if, if it's the warm up. That's for me what worked on it. It started as, you know, this fitness journey, I was going to actually be serious about shit this time. I told myself that a billion times in my life, but by showing up and doing the stuff anyway, hey, I finally did it on like try number 407. I know I, it finally became a habit. It finally became a disciplinary thing for myself. It just yeah. became what I did. And that's how it became what I did because I found ways instead of making excuses. It's just how it is. We yeah. have a poster that says that, by the way, find a way, not an excuse in our merch shop. Again, shop.her.media.com. Buy our shit. I'm wearing merch today. What up? Me and t-shirt. Uh, yeah, I'm that person that if I had a band, I'd wear my own band's t-shirt on stage, apparently. Because guess what? My band's got t-shirt, motherfuckers. Right. Uh, but honestly, for me, some days it's hard to find motivation to life, let alone gym. So for me lately, discipline has been the driver because uh, motivation has been nowhere to be fucking found for months. Mm-hmm. Um, let's be completely honest with that. Like uh, as a trainer, I struggle with this a lot because it's a mind fuck because I know that I need to be doing things because I had surgery on my leg and I need to like get my muscle tone back. And I, I lost probably 10% of my quad after not being able to move it for almost an entire month after you have knee surgery, like it happens. So yes, one, my left leg is slightly smaller than my right. And it's totally been fucking with me lately, but that's what happens when you have surgery and you can't use a body part, your muscles atrophy, use it or lose it. That's why we tell you to use it. So you don't lose it because losing it sucks. Yep. Um, but I get, I get it in because I know I need to recover from surgery so that I can get back to throwing heavy shit around as soon as humanly possible. But before I got injured, my goal was to be able to lift 150% of my body weight on my back. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be able to squat 150% of my body weight. I got up to like 210 or 215 and then started training for market to market last summer, hurt myself because my running form is apparently shit. And uh, now like my plan is completely different. Right now, my goal is to be able to walk and move without any pain or limitation of range of motion. Um, So this is where motivation gets weird because motivation is kind of a fixed thing in our brains. If you really think about it, like stop for a second and think about what motivation is. You have a very clear picture of what you think motivation is. And that's why I say it's a fixed thing in our brains. That's when again varies person to person, I think. It is, it is, but you also need to remember that life sometimes is going to fucking throw a wrench at your face and you're going to have to dodge it and go with a slightly different plan. So that's when you need to think of your motivation as flexible instead of being this like end all be all thing in your brain. It's like, well, sometimes you're here, sometimes you're not. When you're here, that's really fucking cool, but when you're not, I need to figure out what to do as well. So, like, when this happens, you need to know how to say fuck it and keep doing what you've been doing because you know it's what works. Um, Ronda Rousey said it best. Don't be a do nothing bitch. Like if shit's tough right now and you find it hard to focus, then do something that is easier for you to focus on or something new that you really want to try out. Like the last thing that any of us should be doing to ourselves right now is something that you don't enjoy doing. Time is a commodity. Uh, we all have a limited amount of it. 
and it feels like it's moving faster and dwindling more and more every day. So why would you spend your time doing something you don't want to fucking do? Mm-hmm. Like not to get too deep on you before we leave, but like find something else that fucking gets you excited to go do it. Make it interesting because if you're currently feeling uninspired in the gym now, I have good and bad news for you. The good news is it'll end. But the bad news is this isn't the first time that this is going to happen. So you need to figure out how to wrestle that dragon when it shows up. Um, And that can be, you know, a great range of things. If you're burned out on lifting right now and you want to garden, do it. Gardening is a great fucking workout. Um, Do what makes you happy because there's so much shit out there right now trying to make us feel bad that we don't have time for that. Yep. So do what fucking fills your picture so that you can be a good person for the people around you. Absolutely. A thousand percent. And like ultimately nutrition followed by balance are going to be some of the hardest things that you do on this journey. Just, it's just kind of how it is. Um, We're going to, we got a few other questions and we kind of saved those for full length episodes on that. Um, But I mean, nutrition and finding balance, it's just going to be difficult at either all the time <laughs> or right now specifically. Um, and when summer changes, I know personally for me, like that's the hardest. I, I have to completely flip my schedule. Like I have to start again, going to bed at eight because yeah. I'm going to have to work out before I take my stepson to football practice or lifting before school. Um, so that it's easiest for me just to get it done right away in the morning, which means I got to go to bed earlier if I want to get up at 4.30. I can't yep. go to bed at midnight because my body does not function at 38 years old on four and a half fucking hours of sleep. It's just not going to happen. 24-year-old me, yes. Me now, not so much. Fuck no. Um, It's not always going to be easy. It just isn't. Um, And I'm sorry that there's so much shit out there that tries to tell you otherwise. Um, That's the unfortunate thing about the internet that we kind of touched on earlier. If somebody says that it's going to be easy, they're fucking lying to you. Because it's not. It's just not fucking easy and it's not fucking linear. So we have you. We got your back. That's why we do these fucking episodes. Remember that your 24 hours are not the same as the person sitting next to you. Set some goals update and create new habits and do what you can when you can fucking do it. That's all you can expect of yourself because you're doing the goddamn best that you can and you're fucking crushing it. Boom. Mic drop. Please follow us. This has been the sermon of Meathead Test Kitchen. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Follow us on social media. Um, I'm Meathead Sadie everywhere. Uh, Instagram, TikTok, Twitch. I'm on Twitch if you like gaming uh, and you want to talk about music or fitness. Follow me on Twitch, I guess. Yeah. Uh, buy our merch. Shop.herd.media.com. Sasha's everywhere. Meathead Sasha. Sasha72 on the tweet space. Um, S-A-U-S-H-A. Yes. S-A-U-S-H-A. Sasha. Sasha. Yay, yay, yay. Now you can spell Sasha's name. <laughs> uh, we also have programming. Meatheadathletics.com. I have a couple slots open on my roster for personal training and nutrition coaching clients. So check that out. Or don't. Whatever. Thanks for listening to the podcast. We love you. Meathead Test Kitchen. Out. Join Sadie and Sasha every Monday, helping to make your fitness and nutrition journey suck less. MTK. A Huda Media Production.